Oh, wow. Just me fucking called that shit. Shit shot on bail. Um, yeah, so uh, I guess that's a good, a good sign to do it. Yeah. Alright. I had a game by the contest email me at tim cook has general awards at gmail.com and you just instantly get 25 bucks that's it it's that fucking easy or you can email me at fucking shut up at gmail.com or you can go to the boring old eric and eric it doesn't matter whatever you want um traffic on our website is way way down i went to see why that is today and it's because our website fucking sucks i don't know what the hell happened something is really really wrong there so i'm gonna have to look into that tomorrow Shit. Uh, I don't know what's going on. It's like half not there. I don't know. Um, I haven't been focusing clearly. It's time to uh, get back to work. <clears throat> um, okay, that's it for the world. Um, I don't really have anything to advertise. Hey, check out Chef Salty Pork tomorrow night. Uh, Casey Gonzalez's awesome podcast featuring. Eric and Gord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to be guesting on his show for a change. That's very cool. Yes, it is. Always fun to talk to him. Um, I can barely wait. I can't. I'm excited. That was a barely I, joke. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So since you brought it up, I'll jump to that to my first story. China, after... Four months lifting its ban on Canadian pork and beef. Out of uh, nowhere. Out of nowhere. Uh, it turns out that the shipment that incited the ban, which uh, had traces of foot and mouth disease in it, uh, it was falsely labeled. It was not actually Canadian meat. 
Um, someone put a Canadian label on there, apparently. So what, what does this translate into? Well, that was $500 million lost in those four months. Uh, they're, they're our second largest importer of pork and beef. So uh, good to have them back. Um, officials saying in, in the industry saying they don't know why that the sudden change of heart. No idea. Can't well, figure it out. That's just the strangest thing. What a weird twist of events. Well, who is free hey, to who is, sure, go ahead. <laughs> who's free to go wherever they want and enjoy some good Canadian pork and beef? Oh, 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 oh I know, I know. <laughs> the Huawei bitch. Miss Wang. <laughs> Miss Wang, I forget her first name, Wanzu, whatever, Wang. Uh, She is out on bail while she awaits her trial in America for 23 counts of corporate espionage. Out on bail, free to roam the streets of Vancouver as she pleases. Not that she would, because she's very, very rich. She probably doesn't just randomly roam the streets, I'm sure. But, gee, I wonder if the two are linked. Let's see. They say that there was no link to the ban when it was brought in place after she was arrested in Canada. They, yeah. say, they say the two had nothing to do with each other. Um, and these coincid- the same uh, coincidental amount of time, the, both the things have stopped. Yeah. But they have nothing to do with each other. No. That's good to know. Um, nothing. Whatever. I'm glad it's over. I'm sick of talking about her. I do want the new Huawei, and I think she owes it to me because of uh, all the press I've given her. And I'm, she's probably out, at least indirectly, because of our attention to the case, I'm sure. Oh, absolutely. Um, so I do expect the new P30, uh, whatever it is, mate. Yeah. Uh, as soon as you're free, Miss Wang. You live uh, not far from me. You're in apparently in the Shaughnessy neighborhood, so am I. <laughs> I don't know any $15 million mansions around here, but um, you're close by. Drop one off. Yeah. Yeah. Get on it. Get on it, honey. Yo, um, or you can, you can explain tomorrow on my email. I'll set up. Uh, where's my phone bitch at gmail.com. <laughs> where's my phone bitch? It's just funny how they're like, they think, I don't know. I think people in the press and people who talk to the press think it's like the fifties and we can't just fucking Google this shit. Canadians don't care. That's true. I mean, clearly the, the, the simple fact of the timing where, Oh, we, 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 we grabbed this fucking chick and held her. And as soon as it went past a week, which is where the U.S. should have came in and grabbed her and fucking taken her over the border, but as soon as the U.S. did and we continued to hold her, the China fucked Canada, fucked yeah. us large, fucked with our meat, fucked with our fucking oil, our canola fucking oil. They fucked us, fucked us, fucked us, fucked us, and then held two Canadians fucking captive, which we still haven't heard anything about. And, well, and, and, oh, yeah, that's right. It was pure coincidence. And then now that she's out, bam, all of a sudden everything's lifted. I mean, this is just fucking retarded. It is true. People of Canada, fuck you, you spineless 
fucking weasels. Every I, one of you. I think you're okay. I don't. Fuck you guys. You're fucking spineless. The the whole fucking country is spineless. You, you won't even stand up and fucking speak about this. It's true. Like, literally, I, I scoured the internet. I swear to fucking Christ, Eric and I are the only fucking two people talking about this. Yeah, I think we're just the only two that really care because Canadians are very much what about me in my life right now. And if, if it doesn't directly impact their life, they don't give a crap. This is fuck. Ah! Yeah, I agree. But that's why, fucking retards. It's why we get the election results we get. It's why we get uh, the the Quebec uh, situation that's completely ridiculous and out of hand. It's why it's why we get stuck with all kinds of things we get stuck with in this country. It's because people just don't care enough. If it doesn't yep. affect them directly, then then they don't bother messing with it. And um, and even though this is directly affecting them because it affects the part of the economy, it affects everybody in general, because we lose $500 million fucking dollars in a few months for something, you can bet that's going to be taken out of taxes somewhere else. Oh, definitely. It, it was, I'm sure. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's just, fuck you, Canada. Oh, I gotta fucking say. Maybe I'll start that as in my next email. Fuck you, Canada. No, I still love you, Canada. Even though, you know, you're 23% of my listenership, so I don't know why I give it such a crap. Um, I got 67% in the U.S. I should really be pandering more to them, but I guess I am. Hi, America. Hi, uh, Virginia. Love you guys. Ashburn. Uh, listen ah, to, I, hope you, I hope you guys uh, <laughs> listen to uh, Casey Gonzalez. So you can listen to us there tomorrow, too, but I'm sure I'll post a link. Um, and for the record, everybody knows Casey is American, so. You know, he's one of you. He is. He's in. <laughs> he's in Hacky Sack, New Jersey. Jersey. He's a Jersey boy. <laughs> in Hacky Sack. I've always wanted to live in Hacky Sack, or at least visit Hacky Sack. <laughs> it's 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 Hacky hear, Sack. But yeah, I hear it's one of those places that's really good. You can sort of kick around while you're there. That's right. Huh? Huh? Oh, Hacky Sack. I don't know about New Jersey. It doesn't make sense to me because I hear it's like this industrial like hole and like it's like this crappy shitty like Edmonton type place but then I hear great things like Jersey's like fucking Atlantic City and cool shit so I don't know all I I know is that I used to hear great things about Jersey until I saw the Jersey Shore and then I'm just like no well that has nothing to do with Jersey thankfully well I don't care other than it was filmed there Um, none of the characters were from Jersey None, none of them represent Jersey type people um, I don't even know anybody from New Jersey that has that accent. <laughs> with with my vast with my vast collection of two people I know from New Jersey. Well, that's twice as many people as I know. So, <laughs> oh, there you go. I know two, and neither of them speak like that. But um, anyway, it's a horrible show. If you got to think on, most of our listeners likely are too young to remember it. Uh, if you remember Jersey Shore, I'm sorry. It was stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I feel bad that you know it existed. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I, I, I want to move away from this. All right. We're done. Sorry, Huawei. Yeah. Where's my phone, bitch? Fuck you, Huawei. Fuck you, bitch. Fuck you, China. Fuck you, Canada. Fuck you, people of Canada. And fuck you, China, twice. I don't agree with uh, lots of those, but let's move on. That's okay. 
Um, so I got something I actually want to bitch about because this actually bothers me. Surprising. Right? Because I, I never do these things. Um, I'm assuming you heard about the uh, gentleman that was killed uh, setting up the Radiohead concert in Toronto. I did hear about that. Right? Very sad news. guy's name was um, Scott Johnson. Died 2012 in June um, at Downsview Park when they were setting up the final concert for uh, Radiohead. And uh, scaffolding fell and uh, crushed and killed him. Now, the band has been extremely vocal about this and has done a lot of press about this. They have expressed extreme guilt about the whole thing. They have been very hands-on involved in everything and making sure that, you know, everybody, that basically this doesn't get swept under the rug and that this all gets dealt with. Right. Right. They've been very good about this. The parents of the man that was killed are now demanding an apology and they're basically saying that um, they said the company and the engineer designed and built the, the, the faulty stage should publicly admit their role in their son's death. Uh, sure. Which I would agree with if it already hasn't happened. Well, if the, the band is separate from the company, though, they, they, oh, pro- no. they have nothing Allow to do me. with the company that set up the stage. Allow me for a moment. The charges were laid uh, under the under um, Ontario's Occupational Health and Safety Act against the show's promoter, live station contractor, Optech staging in whatever. Uh, they were later stayed because the matter took too long to go to trial. Now, Gosh. right? One person stood up and took full responsibility for everything. It's the owner of Optech Staging, Dale Martin. He literally stood up during the inquest in public. Like in the inquest itself, and then release it out to the public. This was all done right through the media and stated. The system failed. It's not just the trust. My people, me, I'm responsible. Okay. The owner of the company has stood up and directly taken full responsibility for the action. Sure. And now they want an apology? I don't, I don't know. I, we're, we're fucking eight years down the road. Um, your kid died. You shouldn't be demanding an apology. What do you? I, I don't see the point of eight years down the road demanding anything. Frankly, you go mourn and get over it. You, what you? The only thing you should be demanding at this point is, were you compensated? Like, well, again, dude, was the family compensated in any way, shape, or form for the, the fact that their kid was killed doing something that he never should have died doing? Since it's face it it's a fucking it's a very fucking rare occurrence when somebody dies setting up a concert nowadays especially oh, in Canada because it's such a strange fucking set of rules they have to deal with so were they compensated i that i don't know that i don't know either um, i would say probably not if but they i don't worry probably was just under work safe uh regulation oh you don't have work safe there that's a bc thing but workers yeah, call, but, whatever workers call yeah. pays out their victim services um yeah and that would probably be minimal, a few thousand, 20,000, something like that. Um, I don't know. I don't know the actual figures, but I know it's probably not a tremendous amount. But uh, really, financial compensation doesn't pay for the loss of a child in any way. But dragging it back into the media eight years after the fact, I don't think, is, is necessarily a healthy answer either. No. Um, 
I don't, I don't, I don't know if they're up to something or they got some legal advice on this or what the deal is. Um, I'm just really disappointed with that. I mean, just like, like, again, the band themselves did a lot for them. Sure. Like, I know they did a lot. Like they, they, I know they gave them compensation out of their pocket specifically for it. They did a whole benefit for them. Oh, I bet they, they would. They did a lot. Just the knowing what I know about them, of course they wouldn't. Yeah. And they mourned his death. Like, I mean, like, they, uh, Tom York still feels fucking terrible, the whole thing. Oh, I'm sure. You know, so, and he had nothing to do with it. He was just, you know, what are you going to do? Um, so I just think, you know what? Like, I mean, with everything that the band has done, I just, I personally, I just feel like this is a bit of a slap in the face for everything that the band has done. Oh, I couldn't agree more. I don't see the point of bringing it back up. I want to know why they would do it. Yeah. Um, I know the last thing I would want to do if I were to lose a child would be to make a spectacle of it. Although I don't someone who does, um, I would want to be left alone to deal with it. Um, and punishing someone for it might, it's not even going to feel good. It's true. I I don't know. Other than a way to occupy your time, nothing good can come from it. You're not getting your kid back. I just, yeah, I just, I just don't get it. No, neither do I. And it kind of disturbs me. It would be like the, uh, the Saskatchewan hockey team family coming out again and demanding an apology or something. No. Yeah. Like I just, just, just what the fuck? I don't know. I don't see the point, but it leaves a bad taste in my mouth. Um, I listen more pit, try to follow it if you can and see where it goes, because uh, I'd like to see why they're doing it. If maybe there's a related case similar or something that they've caught wind over. I don't know. It's always something. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just so. Fuck you. Yeah. (laughs) It just adds to the fucking growing list. You know what I mean? I was just so disappointed by it. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't know enough about it, but I don't like the sounds of it. No. I can't really, I'm not going to say anything judgmental yet because I honestly don't know. Um, I didn't know that about the uh, CEO there, but uh, I would say that's kind of the, the beginning and the end of it right there for me. But but everybody's different. And, uh, they deal with grieving in their own way, I suppose. Some people deal with grieving uh, privately, and some people deal with grieving eight years later publicly in a weird way. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's just... I don't know. So I'm just so disappointed by that. That is... That's uh, not the first, though. It is, you say, like, the uh, industry is safe and it, it's so rare. It's really not that rare. It happens... Almost once a year, you hear of something like this. Uh, that just Maybe happened. across the world, but not in Canada. There was a Tegan and Sarah one blew over in your neighborhood in the wind. Um, there was nothing they could do about that. It was it was like hurricane winds, but yeah. um, still, it does happen a lot. Um, maybe we should rethink the outdoor concert thing. Um, I don't know if it's enough to do that, but. Oh, I mean, come on. One vape pen blew up on the guy's pocket and killed a guy. I mean, fuck it, they had to their band across the world. So one yeah. incident isn't bad anything. So. That's just, uh, don't, 
get me back on vaping. <laughs> uh, although I uh, I would like to start my own company called Vape Rictum. <laughs> Where I if I were to get into the industry, that would be the name of my company where I sell uh, vaping and vape related products. Vaped uh, them, in there raped them. Exactly. My <laughs> my romantic uh couples uh date date vape. <laughs> oh, that's so terribly funny. <laughs> now, as an interesting segue from that, <laughs> it's terrible. This is so bad because this, this segue is so bad. I don't know if you heard about this here, but basically two days ago, this was uh, this came out in the uh, in the news here in. Um, in Toronto, um, two teenage boys were treated as subhuman by their stepmother and father. Do you hear about these? Uh, no, actually, I haven't heard this one. The two boys were uh, newly landed immigrants sponsored by their stepmom in 2016 to come to Canada. Since then, they have been abused in unspeakable ways. So to speak of it, here's what they did. <laughs> yeah. Love that. Uh, burned with hot knives, almost starved, deprived of sleep, had their genitals collapsed with pliers, uh, hung upside down by their ankles for hours with nylon rope. Oh, that could just multiple be good fun. Times, yeah, multiple times over years. Um, they were beaten with cables, barbecue tongs, and hammers. And one team had his feet submerged in scalding hot water, causing the skin to peel off once he removed them from the bucket. Oh, that would suck. That's brutal um so yeah so the parents are officially facing charges um it's been going on for uh three years they've got bruises marks and scars on nearly every inch of their body uh the stepmom and her husband face more than 60 charges okay uh the 40-year-old father remains in custody while the stepmom has been freed on bail twice. Always. Always yeah. fucking happens. I hate that shit. That's the, right there is the part of the story that bugs me the most. Yep. The woman That's always right. gets out. Carla fucking Homolka walked. Yep. Um, it was her idea. It was her fucking cousin. Anyway, sorry. Different story for a different time. Carry on. On the upside, the Crown Attorney's Office is considering appealing the Ontario to Ontario's highest court to rescind that decision to put her back in jail. Yes, good. Uh, so we see here, the man 40 has been charged with multiple assault charges, forcible confinement, and sexual assault. He and his wife, 36, who faces similar uh, charges, though not as many, will be back in court on November 12th. In, in case this is news to anybody, um, let me make one thing perfectly clear that it always comes out like 10 years later anyway. It's always the fucking woman. If there's a man and a woman involved in something like this, it's always her. It's always her. No, oh, yeah. no guy convinces a woman to do this sadistic shit. It's always her. Yeah. And yet the courts always let her walk. It's ridiculous. It's always a woman's idea. Oh, that just bugs me. So what's going on with the boys now? Where are they? 
Well, so here's the, just a quick thing, sir. So apparently the the, um, the stepmother blames the two stepsons for causing her to have a miscarriage and the abuse intensified afterwards. Um, one son's weight loss was so noticeable, 30 pounds, that his school referred him to child's aids official, uh, children's aid officials. Uh-huh. He was ordered to lie and say he was happy and nothing was wrong. Of course. Um, at 17, he was five feet and 111 pounds, while his 13-year-old brother was four and a half feet tall and weighed 72 pounds. Combined, that's not a healthy weight. <laughs> no, exactly. Uh, both were beneath a third percentile of weight, meaning 97% of all boys their age weighed more. Of course. Uh, <laughs> the Catholic, oh, here we go. Shocking. The Catholic Children's Aid Society investigated but couldn't confirm that there were any problems. No, of course not, because in the Catholic Church, that's totally fine. Yep. They're good. The son told police that he had only he was only fed table scraps, Lipton soup, or white bread slices. He and his brother were force-fed countless amounts of coffee to limit their sleep for, to two hours a day. Yeah, that, welcome to college, kids. Right. <laughs> uh, not, and coffee. <laughs> Uh, sources said the cupboards were found locked. The 17-year-old escaped from the house in June 11, notified police, leading officers to charge the father and stepmom. The, uh, the stepmom, now 36, has no prior criminal record and has worked several years as a personal support worker for seniors without any complaints. Well, that's fine. She doesn't abuse seniors, and she doesn't have any other kids to also go to the cops. That doesn't mean anything. No prior yeah. charges. You're not necessarily a criminal just because you go home and beat your kids. Yeah, exactly. Lots of people have no prior charges. That's a meaningless, stupid thing to say. Um, People in all these examples have no prior charges. Fuck you. That doesn't make it... Oh, well, that's fine. It's her first offense. No, you abuse your kids, you go straight to hell. That's right. Um, I think in that kind of case, that should be like... uh, like they do in other countries where the eye for an eye thing, they should get to abuse the shit out of her for the next three years. I'm more than fine with that. Personally, I think that is just perfectly fine to do that. I have no tolerance for him for the smallest amount of abuse, um, especially on a child, a teen, uh, young adolescent, whatever. It doesn't matter the age. Um, I just, I can't stomach that shit. Um, not not just because of personal experience, but just because it's unnecessary, and I hate it. Yeah, there's, um, there's no need for it. And, now, that being said, I was talking to a customer today, and he was talking about how well, fucking basically, how out of control his son is. And his son is constantly being in fucking trouble with the law. Now, the father gave me, like, four different examples of what his fucking... And this is all within, like, the last, like, year and a half of where his fucking kid has, they called him from the police station. Yeah. So it, it's one thing to blame the cops for stuff and to say, like, you know, to call it for, uh, for, I mean, he never, for the record, he never once used the term racial profiling. He never once used race as an excuse for anything. Right. But to say that there wasn't an undertone would be a bold faced lie. Sure. Now, Call me nuts. You're nuts. What? I, I ain't that the fucking truth? Preach it on, brother. Um, I'm pretty sure that if your kid's getting fucked with that much by the cops, 
there's a really high chance he probably deserves some of it. I would think so. You know, uh, it was just kind of humorous. Pulled him over uh, for pulling in uh, for, uh, well, as they claimed it, um, he pulled into a gas station because his friends were going to put gas in his car. Right. And when he pulled in the gas station, just as he pulled, just before he pulled up the pump, the friend's like, oh, my God, we, we don't have any cash on us. So he just pulled up and then did like a, basically a U-turn in the gas station and then pulled back out and a cop pulled him over, uh, charged him with, um, um, wasn't just reckless driving. It was, um, dangerous driving from the result of racing. Oh, that's weird. Which doesn't make any sense to the story the father just told me. But then when he pulled him over, when when it was the, it was the female cop, when she pulled him over, there she uh, notices three or a bunch of empty beer cans in the back seat, which was left there from the night before from the brother who had the car. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You got open booze, got open alcohol in the fucking car. Clean them out when you get in the car. You noticed them when you got in. Yeah, yeah. Don't tell me you never noticed it. You clean the fuck out. That's that's just rule number one. Um, the kid's girlfriend, the driver's girlfriend, uh, according to them, illegally searched her purse, but found a Mickey of booze in her purse. Now I'm seeing a pattern. She's got a Mickey on her. There's open booze in the back seat. I'm calling yeah. bullshit on a lot of stuff here. And um, well, I I don't know about the illegal search, but. Um, well, the, the the girl the girlfriend claims that the purse was zipped up, and the cop just grabbed it out of her hands and opened it and went through it. That would definitely be an illegal search. Yes, that would be an illegal search if that is what happened. If if that's what happened, I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm calling bullshit that that's what happened whatsoever. Right. Because um, when as soon as the cop mentioned about the alcohol in the back seat. The brother, who apparently left the open cans in the backseat and didn't say anything or didn't care, he started mouthing off to the cops saying, you know, well, you know, we pay your salary. You should be dealing with other shit, not dealing with us sort of thing. And quit harassing me. technically not true, but. Uh, yeah. But again, you say to a cop, we, I pay your salary. You're asking to be tased. Yeah. And simple. Don't, don't say that to any civil servant, by the way, but. That's just, that's just stupid. Um, so this sort of whole thing went on, but they ended up, uh, impounding his fucking car. <laughs> it cost them like 560 fucking dollars to get the car to the impound the next day. Absolutely. And a whole bunch of other shit. There's just a whole bunch of random instances. And I'm just, I'm just saying, you know what? Just from that one incident alone, I'm calling bullshit on so much that your son is claiming what happened. I have to too. And let me say in my entire life, and I don't crack this up just to being white. I have had all but one unfair interaction with the police where they were way off base like that. Yeah. Uh, one. And a lot of times I was doing something shitty and they just, you know, you admit it and you deal with it and they're kind of cool about it. But I've only had one case that was offside. And I think when you have more than that, it's very rare that it's unjustified. Yeah. I mean, I can say the same thing. I mean, I've had a lot. I've had a couple of incidents where cops have been shitty. Um, 
the biggest one, which I ended up getting the cop fucking fired for the force for it, but I mean, still, it still came down to I instigated it with the cop to begin with anyways. Yes. If yeah. I was just nice and played nice and just kept my mouth shut, it wouldn't have been a big deal, but yeah, he was being a dick. And so I made him, I, I treated him like a dick. <laughs> Before we get into the illegal search thing, uh, a lot of just your preliminary behavior can be considered probable cause. So yeah, it's they're pretty good about illegal searches and stuff because and they know open alcohol in the fucking car. That could be probable cause in itself. I don't know for sure, but uh, I would have to assume. Um, that for me is, and if if it's from the night before, fucking clean your car before you drive. Especially if the goddamn brother was there. Right. If he's there at the scene, why didn't he, you know, that would be the first question. Well, why didn't he clean them out last night? Why didn't he clean them out this morning? It doesn't make sense. Yeah. My question is, is that the cop just leaned over and grabbed her purse. What did she say that made the cop think that she had to go through that purse? Well, that's what I'm saying. Uh, Your behavior can can instigate that, that probable cause. Yeah. You have any other alcohol in the car? Uh, clutches on the purse. Yeah, What's exactly. in the purse? Nothing. Open the fucking purse. <laughs> I think even then, though, you've got grounds to demand uh, an attorney. And then the attorney yeah. will show up and probably advise you to open your purse. Yeah. Oh, just, it, was, it was just... Wait a minute. The whole reason we're bringing this up is just... It, it just you can call a shitty cop a shitty cop. But at some point, you've got to take responsibility for your own fucking actions. Right, if this exactly. is your kid, yeah, you, you, your kid needs a bit of a slap upside the head. I mean, come on. Uh, you know what I do with my kid in that situation? Let the cops deal with it. Yeah. Uh, if my kid gets in that kind of a thing, my kid's involved with the cops, then it's between him and the cops. Yeah. It, uh, guess what, Junior? I'm not bailing you out. Um, you, 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 if you're old enough and mature enough to go and do stupid shit, like drinking and driving and whatnot, then you're old enough and mature enough to deal with the consequences. Absolutely. I mean, this is, because, I mean, when the, when the when the guy told his story, he, like, when he said, he goes, well, it was the other, it was the other, you know, the son who mouthed off to the cop, it was his beer in the back seat. It was his only cans in the back seat. I'm thinking, but I haven't heard in any of this statement anywhere where you were pissed at the simple fact that one kid was dumb enough to be drinking in the car, leave the evidence in the vehicle, and then go out for a drive with with it still sitting in the car? Yeah. That's, uh, bullshit. They were drinking in the fucking car. Well, of course they were. So, bullshit. And if I was a fucking parent, I would have been... The first thing I would have said, bullshit. Throw open alcohol in the car? Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Funny thing about teenagers, uh, most of their lives don't add up, and they, they're pretty quick to fall apart. Ugh. And and this guy was claiming that uh, uh, he was claiming that just it just shows the abuse it, of it's power. It's a pattern of, of uh, yeah, yeah, a pattern of police. Yeah, you know what? You can't call that every time. I'm sorry. I know I I talk about it a lot on the show. I make fun of it uh, here and there. Uh, but you, you can't blame it, on, especially in Canada. Um, it doesn't happen as frequently. And uh, I, I don't think it happens even as much as it's being reported. 
I think for the most part, most Canadian cops are trying to be good cops. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's just it, because you don't hear about the good cops. You only hear about the shitty ones. Well, that's right. Good cops don't make the news. Good cops are just people doing their job. Yeah, exactly. Um, bad cops, that's interesting shit, but uh, it, it's pretty few and far between. And uh, I don't know. As I'm not a black kid. I, don't, I never hung out with a lot of black kids. I don't know. Maybe I am totally wrong here. But in, from what I hear, I'm not. And I don't think it's... I don't know. I, I think it now it's so easy to claim that and people will automatically jump on that side. Oh, absolutely. Just because of what's going on in the States. And it makes a much more interesting story, right? People want the cops to be wrong. You always want it to be a dirty cop. Yeah. Um, because that's a good story. And it's, you know, it's, it's, it's that, abu- that abuse of power, that Darwinian abuse of power. So it's yeah. what you want. Um, but I don't think it's that frequent in Canada. Uh, I know it is in the States. I absolutely know it is. Look, Jesus, with that, yeah, our friend David, our brand new rapper friend, the great, uh, who is Checkmate. Check him out on YouTube. He, it, he said it was happening to him, and he's in a city where that doesn't even happen very frequently. Um, so no doubt it happens in America with American cops, but they're a whole different breed. Yeah. Yeah, Canadian cops are way better. Um than on average. There are some shitty ones. Listen, you know, there are a lot of people take that job because they don't want a real job. A lot of people take yeah. that job because you get to have a gun. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, but they're vetting. They, they, they've got a pretty intense screening process in Canada, even for a city like not RCMP. Um, the psychological testing you have to go through to determine whether you're fit to be a cop or not is pretty extreme. Yeah. And they get, they get most of the nutty ones out of there. Yeah. So, I don't know. Shut up. Yeah. Don't, don't break the law first, and then we'll see. Yeah, if you're just a kid who's never done anything wrong and this is happening to you, I'd be 100% on your side. But yeah. if you're a shitty kid drinking all the time and, and, and you're mouthing off when you get pulled over, then I'm thinking you're probably wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, yeah. you're at fault for something, so shut the fuck up. Um, Give me one sec. You can talk yeah. to me. You can go ahead. I have another one here for you. This one I just find, I mean, all these, I, I'm not even going to dwell on this one, but I just, I just find it ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, Colorado Springs, Florida. A South Florida 911 dispatch supervisor was watching I Am Mother on Netflix while a caller unsuccessfully tried to get help after someone shot out her car windshield. Okay, I'm sorry. You're gonna, I missed that completely. Okay. Uh, a South Florida 911 dispatch supervisor was watching I Am Mother on Netflix while a caller unsuccessfully tried to get help after someone shot out her car's windshield. And so she couldn't get through to, he wasn't answering 911? Yes. The records show a 34-minute delay in the June 9th call being dispatched to an officer. The victim told the Senate that she called back 16 minutes later and then finally drove herself to the uh, Coral Springs police station after being told an officer was on the way. So he picked up the phone. He said, yeah, an officer's on the way, and then put her on hold, and that was it. And basically didn't even put her on hold, just set the fucking phone down. And went back to watch Netflix. Went back to watching Netflix. Well, that's just a damn good endorsement for Netflix, isn't it? <laughs> right, so good. You won't even do a 911 call. Uh, well, at least uh, she wasn't calling to report an Amber Alert, but... Um, 
Wow. Uh, That's pretty yeah, shitty. The, uh, the supervisor, uh, comp- uh, they, so they pulled data from their, from her computer and found the most used applications were Netflix, Hulu, and Xfinity TV. Wow. Uh, they said they learned that the, uh, the movie was played for two hours during the time that she tried to get help. Right during the time when this phone call was going on, that movie was playing nonstop, and then like in the background, what right. was going on? Um, she claims that there's a good chance that Netflix was running, but she wouldn't have been watching during that period of time. You no, know, you, you're the 911 operator. Turn the fucking TV off for your shift. Sorry. Yeah, you that's just that, it. Oh, I wasn't watching. Oh, is it the, the Bill Clinton, I didn't inhale excuse. Really? Yeah. yeah. I did not have sex with that woman. Uh-huh. I smoked pot, but I didn't inhale. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, Netflix was on, but I wasn't watching it. Fuck you. Of course you were. Oh, I was at the strip club, but I didn't face the strippers. <laughs> ah, that's so stupid. So apparently this all comes down to two people that were both there. There's the dispatcher and then the supervisor. Both of them have been eventually they were both uh, fired. Good. Yeah. As well they should be. And they, now, oh, no. So hang on. I, 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 I'm going to rephrase that. Uh, the 911 dispatcher who handled the first call was fired. The second dispatcher was disciplined and has since been terminated. The supervisor is still was expected to receive a two-day suspension without pay. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. And promised that she would no longer have Netflix playing at work. Yeah, I, you would think that would be kind of a prerequisite to that job. I'm just, you know, I'm just saying, uh, don't watch TV on shift. That's got to be in the uh, employee handbook somewhere. Like, how is that not, you know what I mean? Um, why are you even allowed? I, I, I would argue you shouldn't have your device uh, available to you on your shift, whatever no. they're watching Netflix on. I know someone who works for a collection agency and will be fired if she's caught with her phone, except yeah. on her breaks. Uh, you're 911. You should not even be allowed to take a personal call during your shift. You, you, know, you, you should have to be attentive. <laughs> that's right. That's just it. I'm wow. Uh, that's that's disturbing. Um, that they're even I I like a two day suspension and a promise to no. I number one she will. She totally after that two days she's right back on the Netflix. Um, oh yeah, absolutely. That's just yeah. a lie. Um, yeah. But uh, number two, what the fuck? Why is this not a rule? Or as if it wasn't a rule in the past, then clearly it needs to be now. Um, 911 operators aren't allowed to watch TV. Um, <laughs> it, it takes the, less, the, like the least fucking captivating show, a repeat of Shark Tank, and I won't answer my phone. Right? <laughs> That's just it. Uh, I mean, you put Jersey Shore on the background. I'll probably eventually start watching it. Especially if I'm at work. <laughs> if I'm at work, I'm, we had a TV in the break room at Staples. I spent half my shift in the break room at Staples. Um, and I didn't care what was on. I'd watch golf. You know, my favorite is the fact that on this article, the picture they have, so it says 911 supervisor played Netflix movie as soon uh, as callers sought help. The file photo they have underneath it is a picture of a corded phone, like just like a the old school phone with a twisted cord. Oh it's yeah. Just, it's a picture. It says, and the, the capture he says, 
a telephone receiver is seen in this file photo. <laughs> That's hilarious. You know what would make it even better is if she was sitting there watching Rescue 911. Yeah. <laughs> and not as a, just, oh, uh, I want to be like them one day. No, you uh, missed that one. No, no, no you, you missed that completely, honey. Sorry. <laughs> well, watching Rescue 911, she failed to rescue someone calling 911. <laughs> that would be a good story. And then and the, the old phone receiver. Like, like the poor victim was just calling from the 80s. Oh. <laughs> I'm on my dial tone fucking corded phone. I need help. That's ridiculous. Rotary phone. That's what I was trying to think of. They're so old. I can't remember the term. Yeah, now. yeah exactly. Rotary. So, so I, I have to ask you. Sorry? I have to ask you. Okay. What is with BC and all the racist people out there? Isn't it great? This is insane. We are some bastards. What's the new one? I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, go back to your country. Two more racist rants surfaced days after viral video from BC Drugstore, which I'm assuming you saw. I did not see any viral video from a drugstore. I'm totally... The yeah, last, right. last I heard was the uh, Tim Hortons worker. Uh, no, there's the Tim Hortons one. This is uh, one against a... Uh, a Chinese lady calling her a chinky chink. Oh, and, yes. Yes, yes, yes. I did hear about it. Sorry, I didn't see the video, but I did hear that one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this one here, um, in one video, man outside a Richmond condo is washing his car and his face clearly labeled, no car washing permitted. The person recording the video who asked not to be identified can be heard informing the man he shouldn't be washing his car there. Then he then repeatedly asked the man, what are your comments about China again, the man responds by saying, I fucking hate Chinese. This is a fucking invasion. He then tells the man recording to go back to your country. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that seems to be the go-to line. And like the Tim Hortons lady, all four of the people were Canadian-born. <laughs> when she said, go back to your country, and they looked confused. Uh, we got to come up with a better line than that. First of all, especially in a province where, like, I'm in a city where they're 87% of the population. I can't really say go back to your country, can I? Um, 87% of the population, a good chunk of them are probably born here. It's a stupid saying. It's very, very uh, stupid. Now, I, are we more racist than the rest of the country? I don't think necessarily. I think we're dealing with it more. It's more concentrated here. Therefore, we react more, I think. Um, I just think, just again, with everybody with a cell phone, I just think that I don't think anything's changed. I just think now it's getting, the word is getting out. That's just it. But we are very, we're more, I know for a fact, well, maybe not Ontario, but uh, we're very more multicultural than the rest of the country. Oh, yeah. Um, no, definitely. Therefore, uh, tensions rise more. Um, those opinions come out more just because there's more opportunity uh, to express them. I, I think if there were this many cultures in other places in Canada, um, it wouldn't be an exclusively BC problem. Which is not exclusively BC, but you ask what's wrong with BC, and I say, well, BC just gets more immigrants. So, so. Yeah. Um, but all, all, all in all, across Canada, it's a stupid sentiment. It has no place in our country. Uh, let it go. If you don't like it, you fucking leave. Yeah. We're a multicultural country. We always have been. That's how we started. We, we, we're we not the fucking pilgrims on the Mayflower. We're the ones they left behind. 
Uh, the, if you sit there, and here's the thing to say. I mean, again, you, you are opposed to somebody being racist. If you see a guy washing his car in an area that is strictly labeled, no car washing permitted here, and he's washing his car there, and he's yelling racist shit to you, the guy's clearly an idiot. Exactly. Like, he's got zero active brain cells in his fucking head, cannot think for himself whatsoever, and is a fucking moron. That's why his first response is, I hate Chinese. Yeah, exactly. You're in Richmond, dipshit. Yeah. Did you not notice before you moved there? They don't even have English on the signs there. Yeah. Uh, maybe uh, if you hate Chinese, don't live in fucking Richmond. It's easy. The second video, which I think is hilarious. Oh, sorry, put me for yawning. Uh, the second video was captured on a bus on Daisy Street. Oh. Yeah. The man who sent it to CTV News said he and his friends were totally shocked and surprised as this harassment began from no previous altercation or contact with the woman. In the video, a woman can be heard saying, I'm a Canadian citizen, and I'm sick of you rich people coming here and acting better than us because your parents, because your rich parents paid for you to speak English and you suck at it. <laughs> uh, she's not totally wrong on that one. I'm sorry. Uh. It's the last thing the man recorded the video laughs and the woman says, I'm Canadian, you're not. Um, well, that I, is, I don't know for sure, but, uh, you know, there is a lot of shitty uh, college-age people here. Yep. Um, the, the racing, the street racing, it's never, it, it's a college fucking exchange student, always, or not an exchange student, but a foreign student, always, always. Um, the ones that are jacking up our insurance rates because they keep crashing their $150,000 cars. <laughs> always shitty rich kid from another country um, a lot of the problems we have with stupid incidents like this are, are shitty rich kids from other countries um, it's not particular to one race and I, but um, they are a big fucking problem these college kids um, you know the rape culture at UBC that's, that's shitty foreign kids for the most part um she's kind of on, on point. Now, go back to your country. Again, can't get on board with that, but uh, these shitty college kids who are rich and think they can get away with anything because of it, they exist hugely, at least here in Vancouver. And I'm sure University of Toronto probably has a similar problem. Oh, nothing would surprise me. Um, now, that's university kids being shitty university kids. It's not really race-specific, but... Uh, I think there is a message of, hey, let's go to university in Canada where we get to be dipshits for four years because in other countries they don't get to. I know that's why Japanese students come here. Yeah. Um, uh, so it's shit. I don't know. I, it sucks to, to then we have to bring it up in a way that's so shitty, but it is definitely a problem. Um, now, you can't be a stupid idiot about it and go yelling racist shit on a bus. If oh. a person pulls out a phone, don't just, don't, don't be racist. In because public. In public. Because as soon as somebody pulls out that phone, 
It's going to YouTube. It's going to a media site. It's going to go viral. Do you, do you, this is why the KKK wear masks, morons. Right? <laughs> you know, That's I'm not, why they were able to flourish for that long, because they wore fucking masks. I'm not justifying it at all in any way. I think it's a stupid way of thinking. But if you're going to think that way, use your fucking head. Even the Hitler alone in a room full of Jews probably denied who he was. You know what I mean? Absolutely. A bunch of angry Jews. He said, no, I'm not Hitler. That's somebody else. You know, he would, he would stop being a fucking... Anytime you're in public, you're being watched. How many fucking times do I have to stress it on this goddamn show? Yeah. As soon as you leave your home, you're being watched. And most of the time in your home, if you've got smart devices and a webcam. Yeah. Um, but as soon as you're outside, you're, nothing's private and you're being watched by somebody. Always, yeah. always. Always, 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 always. Don't do your stupid shit in public. If you have to even be that stupid. My first uh, plea would be don't be a fucking stupid racist. Um, but yeah. my second plea would be at least don't fucking do it in public, you idiot. Yeah. You're, you're going to get caught. You're going to get fired. You're going to get publicly shamed. You're going to get everything you fucking deserve. How many examples of this do we need? Apparently oh. more because it just, it just doesn't want to stop. I think it's great. I think we should be uh, exposing these people. And I think they should have to wear, like, a scarlet letter, like a big fucking bright red R on their forehead. Says <laughs> I'm the big fucking racist. Um, just so people know, I mean, you don't have to do anything to them. You just have to, you, you know, oh, you're the big fucking, I don't want to hang out with you. Why? Because yeah. you got the red R, you fucking knob. Well, nowadays, they don't even need the scarlet letter, because nowadays, these people are hit so hard on social media. They lose their jobs. They get ostracized by their family and, and friends. Like they, I mean, you know, you say one racist shit publicly, that shit could ruin your fucking life. And people say, oh, they don't deserve it. Yeah, they totally do. Uh, if not for being racist, they for being dumb. You know, it's one thing to be sitting there if you're mad about something, you're arguing all that, you fucking think, you, you say one thing, that's a little different. You go on a rant about, them, about their race, I'm sorry, man. That's not a slip of the tongue. Yeah. Even the slip of the tongue, I think we should be beyond. But I know we're not. Um, uh, I I wish we were. We will be. Maybe our children will be. Um, I think we should be beyond that. Like, I don't... I I don't blame anything on a race. I believe you could be a fucking idiot. It doesn't matter what what country your ancestors are from. Yeah. Um, so I, I wouldn't, I, but you're right. I, I'm agreeing with you, and, and but kind of not. Um, you're right. That slip of the tongue, I think it could be forgiven. And like I said, I've, I've worked with a lot of older gentlemen who just aren't going to wrap their minds around it in, in time for it to matter. And they yeah. say shit like that all the time. Uh, no, I, worked, uh, I worked with one guy who still referred to them as the coloreds. <laughs> oh, Jesus, really? <laughs> the coloreds. <laughs> wow. Which is, I heard a great retort to that one time where a guy said, well, all my people are brown. You guys are all kinds of fucking white. You're the colored. Yeah. <laughs> You're like three different kinds of white. Every one of you. <laughs> the white. And you change colors when the sun comes down. And you fucking change different. colors. You're the fucking colored. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Um, oh, man. Uh, something else about Vancouver, by the way. Uh, I was heard about this, Eric, because you haven't brought this up, so I'm a little surprised. 
I haven't um, had a chance yet. <laughs> I haven't got any of my story. Yeah, I guess that's true, isn't it? Um, oh, the last one, I swear to God. I wasn't going to bring it up, whatever it is. So, um, Vancouver has approved a motion to stop the sale of fireworks. Oh, shit, I didn't hear that. i got to start paying attention. Thank God for that. Yeah. Uh, three opposed, <laughs> one abstained, and seven voted in favor of the motion. Uh, it all beca- it's basically just comes down to um, uh, for uh, Halloween. Yes. Now, and, this is the thing. Because, let me just ahead. point out, it is a Halloween thing. They only go on sale at Halloween, but people stock up for the fucking year. It's not a Halloween exclusive pro- uh, problem. They, no. They buy enough to annoy the shit out of me and all the dogs in the area for the rest of the year. And I still don't understand fireworks and Halloween. That just that just eloses me completely. I don't yeah. I don't get it. It doesn't make sense. Stupid tradition. But so uh, here's the funny thing. Last year, Vancouver firefighters compiled data that suggested the average annual fire loss per uh, per year due to fireworks is three hundred and seventy nine thousand dollars. Okay, which is one house. That's not even a house. Yeah. That's what half the garage. We probably. The contents, maybe, of the garage. But they are really fucking annoying. I totally agree. Now, uh, a ban on fireworks is going to be about as effective as a ban on fucking underwater pearl harvesting <laughs> without a quick, like, who the fuck can't, it's not, <laughs> you might as well try to ban blinking. It's not going to be effective, is what I'm saying. Now, here's a funny thing. So several metro Vancouver cities already have laws banning the sale of consumer fireworks, including North Vancouver, Coquitlam, Port Coquitlam, and Pitt Meadows. Right. Maple Ridge, Richmond, Delta, Surrey, Langley, and Abbotsford all also have bans, as do Seattle and Victoria. But we also have the best transit system in the country. (laughs) Right. get from any one of those places right to downtown Vancouver in about 40 minutes. Yeah. So there you go. So that's what it is. So now the ban would not apply to display fireworks, which are designated to be used by professionals. <laughs> yeah, because we have the celebration of light, so we have to allow that. Yeah, exactly. Exemptions might also uh, be made for. Uh, oh, exemptions might might also be made for large public events like New Year's Eve and the celebration of light fireworks contest. Oh, shocking! So everything but Halloween. It might be exempt. The celebration of light might be exempt from that. <laughs> Come uh, on. Perhaps. You fucking morons. Um, 600,000 people go to that event every night. <laughs> the entire population of Vancouver. Um, if we recall, I said it should be put to an end, and I got lynched. You certainly did. Because <laughs> uh, I hate them. I really, I hate fireworks in every way, shape, or form. I'd love to see them banned, except on the shoe swap. They're cool on the shoe swap. Because uh, at night, everyone gets together and does it all at once. Yeah. And it's really neat. Um, and it's it's not my property, so I don't care. And it doesn't keep me up at night. That's my only problem. The fuckers do it. Number one, the ones that sound like gunshots. Uh, yeah, they just frighten me every time they go off, and they go off from uh, from Halloween till uh, just before Christmas. Yeah. Um. So they just they're they're annoying. Um, yeah. And if you ban them, they're going to be just as annoying next year. Sorry, your ban is stupid. Go get a real job. 
Um, what I'm starting to wonder though is, I mean, because like people talk about again, like how like like the negative impact this has on the local wildlife and things like that. Yeah. Now, my thing is, is I, I I wonder if they ban this and they don't allow the fireworks going off, all of a sudden there's no fireworks going off every single night between October and December. December. Does that mean that all of a sudden the bears are going to start coming out? The uh, bears think it's fucking safe. I was just going to say uh, <laughs> the same people that are worried about the impact on wildlife are all the people that live up in the fucking hills and are yeah. feeding the goddamn bears with their garbage. Those are the only ones who have time to complain about this shit. So fuck you, dude. You, you cut down a third of their habitat for your fucking carriage house for your in-laws to live in, and you're going to pretend you give a shit about the wildlife. Yes. Big bad guy. Shut the fuck up, my friend. No, no, no. I had to kill this family of rare birds that's only found right here because they got in the way of my gazebo. (laughs) Your fireworks are fucking with the wildlife. Fuck you. That's why I fucking hate humans. Always like this. Fucking whiners. Pretend they give a shit and they don't. And they... But like I was saying last night about uh, Trudeau, whose carbon footprint is 10,000 times the average Canadian's. I have the same thing with these people. Ah, oh, the wildlife. I love the wildlife. Uh, no, you just backed over a deer with your Hummer while you were saying that, you fucking liar. <laughs> oh, is that what that was? It was... <laughs> oh, my God. They should put a sign up. Yeah. Yeah. They, well, there's no deer crossing sign. He was in the wrong. Right. <laughs> oh, fucking goddamn hypocrite bastards. I just hate them. These are the same Canadians who don't do anything like you were saying. Nobody cares. You know why it seems like nobody cares? Because they're all so busy pretending to care about vaping. Yeah. Wildlife. Fuck you. Do something real. Look at all the effort you're putting into these bullshit causes that don't do anything and they're meaningless and stupid. Put that into a real cause. Asking too much, my friend. Asking too much. You like you put so much effort. In. We gotta ban fireworks. Da, da, da. No, help homeless. Deal with a problem. <laughs> Fucking clean up the bay we're dumping all the goddamn raw sewage into. Deal with that. Deal with a real fucking issue. Don't worry about vaping and fireworks. Fuck. If they are killing people, then good. It's the people who vape that you don't like anyway. So why do you fucking care? Exactly. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, the only people who are dying from a cigarette smoke are smokers. Uh, the one rare, don't tell me the fucking marathon runner who got lung cancer and blah, blah, blah. Fuck you. I don't care. Um, <laughs> one out of 85 million people gets it from secondhand smoke. Maybe. That's still not proven. Yeah. Um, Suggested. So. The only smokers that were dying were were smokers, right? You want them dead anyway, even though they contribute like billions to the taxes. But anyway, uh, find a real cause. <laughs> now you made me choke because <laughs> I'm so angry. Choke on my uh, shitty story. <laughs> my my indigestion is actually getting worse. This is what's giving me heartburn. It's the fucking people in this country. <laughs> and now you understand why at the beginning of the episode I said. Fuck you, kid. <laughs> you, you know what? You, fuck, you had to talk me into it, but I'm right on board when it comes around to this fucking shit. Just because that energy could be so spent on fixing our country, that's, that is effort you put into this kind of shit. 
the fireworks ban? How much time is that going to take? How many city resources is that going to take? How much enforcement time is it going to take to hand out citations to every fucking 14-year-old who's got them next year? All that could be put toward helping a, a real cause. Even a, a fraction of the money that goes into instituting a ban like this could buy a fucking bus that could go up and down the highway of tears twice a night and pick up girls before they die. You know, it's that fucking simple. We could actually solve problems if we got away from this stupid shit and just put that energy into a fraction of them. It gets solved. But God forbid we should actually solve a real problem. I'm wow. so mad. That's just, I, I was going to end, I was going to have a happy night, and now I have to hate everybody. And and this is fully going into my mayoral campaign because Vancouver is the worst of the worst when it comes to this kind of shit. Yeah. Um, it's always some new fucking thing. Oh, we gotta save the, we gotta stop this pipeline and stop the fireworks, but we need fucking bigger HOV lanes because our cars get bigger every year. Oh God. We don't want the pipeline. Why is our gas so expensive? <laughs> oh, fucking hell. This is all just so unfair. <laughs> My God damn it. Show up in your Hummer to promote electric cars. Oh, I fucking hate you people so much. I want to. Dark side, my friend. I want to help you. I do. I want to change things. But you can't. Uh, you know how much Trudeau fucking bad information has been coming out since he won the goddamn election. Like everyone's going. I hate that man. I can't believe he won again. Well, you voted for him. I know. <laughs> but why did he win? <laughs> but I didn't. I didn't think he was going to win. One vote doesn't matter, right? <laughs> it's true. One vote does not matter. Hundreds of thousands of votes matter. Yeah, but everyone keeps thinking that. Say, oh, my one vote's not going to matter. Well, guess what? You and nine hundred ninety-nine thousand of your friends thought the same thing. <laughs> This is why I would rather have not voted than to just vote. Yeah, right? To if, waste, yeah. It's exactly the same thing. And if one of you had an independent thought in your fucking head, then one vote wouldn't matter. But you all think the fucking same all the time. So your one vote does matter because you're all going to do it because you're all fucking Jersey Shore watching fucking Whole Food shoppers. <laughs> Oh, God damn you for bringing that up. <laughs> oh, here, I got something that'll slightly cheer you up. No, it won't. I know it won't, but it, it just might. Um, so hundreds of thousands of wood ants were trapped in an underground bunker. Um, this bunker was uh, what they used to store nuclear ammunition during the Cold War. Oh, good. Now we're going to have protesters saying, oh, we could poison the ants. We have to help the poison ants. Oh, no, because these ants, which have been trapped in there they, for years upon years, but they survived. Please tell me they're teenage mutant ninja ants. No, well, they're cannibals now. Oh, of course. So they went from wood ants to being cannibals, and they found um, 
pulled the pull the fucking yeah. the number here. Uh, like upwards of like two million ant corpses. Um, <laughs> who's the poor fucking intern who had to count those? Oh, I know. That's just it. Count just, ant corpses. What? Um, they examined the two million or so ant corpses left behind. Abdominal holes and other signs of bite injuries were found in ninety-three percent of the corpses. That's hilarious. And they ended up, the ants ended up creating a, basically an ant ladder so that they could get out through a hole in the ceiling, which is how they all got in there in the first place. Because as soon as they walked by in this hole, they just fell right in. They created a dead ant ladder? No, a live ant ladder. Oh, yeah, They made an ant route leading up a wall and it just under the ceiling where the ants dispersed. Now, see, if they could do the ant ladder to get to freedom, why wasn't that the decision before the, hey, let's cannibalize 93% of us? <laughs> why, it well, just makes me think that they were planning that ahead of time. But here's the interesting thing, though. We could crawl to freedom right now, or... most kind of tasty. I mean, it was good and all, but I've always wondered, what do we take like? Seriously, we could just form a ladder and get out of here right now with using our bodies. As, or, now hear me out. <laughs> just hang on a minute. When we get out of here, there could be a lot less of us. And a lot more wood for you and me, if you know what I'm saying. I got an idea. <laughs> Now, do you want to know why that decision was made, by the way? I can tell you why. Why the ants made that decision? Yes. How do we know why ants made a decision? Because this next fact I'm about to tell you will answer that question. Oh, God. The colony's population was growing fast, but not because of reproductive activity. There's no queen, no eggs or cocoons ever seen anywhere in the bunker. Uh, how did you think? Okay. Uh, Which meant that they kept falling through the opening from the from the in the roof from the outside that they were building their 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 ant ladder to crawl out of. Right. All those ants kept falling in. Sure. So the reason why this thing was made, there was no woman to say, "Are you guys fucking stupid? Build a ladder." I <laughs> guess. Uh, yeah. Well, no. I... Let's get pussy if you go up there. and They're like, oh. You don't, you, don't pick, uh, you don't pick cannibalism over form a ladder and get out of here right now um, by mistake, by mistake. That's not like they didn't just <laughs> stupid their way into that decision. That was a conscious decision on their part. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, cannibalism is never plan B. Like, that's... Like, <laughs> we only have two options. Do the very simple thing that we're going to do anyway or eat most of us and then do the very simple thing that we're going to do anyway. That's, no. <laughs> Sorry. They did that on purpose. That was planned. Uh, especially 93%, all but 7% had bite marks. Uh, yeah. you, didn't, you didn't just get through 93% before you realize, oh, wait, we didn't have to do this at all. Guys, we got to stop. There won't be enough of the ladder. <laughs> yeah. 
fuck. <laughs> well, uh, we're going to be short. God damn it. That's okay. If there's probably a group walking by right about now. Whoop, there they go. <laughs> right there. <laughs> Someone put a fucking red circle around that hole already? There's two billion of us. <laughs> I mean, that's just it. Like, that's just the dead ones. You still got the alive ones that have survived. So you still got another whatever 7% of 2 billion is. <laughs> like, you'd think at some point, one of them would be like, hey, where'd everybody go? <laughs> Someone should put a pylon out or something. <laughs> Tell them about the It's worked by scent, scent trails. Yeah. So you think when you're walking and that scent just ends, somebody would stop and be like, hey, on a minute. So what happened here? I don't know. <laughs> I think I see a sequel to A Bug's Life being written right oh, now absolutely. by me. Um, a Bug's Life is short and delicious. I don't know. That's that's just ridiculous. Um, that's a great story. But, uh, uh, wow. Um, oh, I, wow. There's going to be some really expensive wine available soon. Is it made out of cannibal ants? No. You know the thing about I, ants that's really... Yeah. I saw an ant carrying a grasshopper once. He's just yeah. walking down the street with a fucking grasshopper. I don't think... It, that's moderately impressive to watch, but you think you put that proportionally... That would be like me walking down the street with Andre the Giant on my back. Like, there's just nothing to it. These are tough motherfuckers. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They're one of the strongest creatures in the world. Oh, shit. I don't want the Russian radioactive wood ants to grow much bigger. No, I hope they stay in that little hole so they just don't come out again. Because <laughs> um, that's some freaky shit. They are strong and they're vicious. And Actually, those are, for the record, that, that's not Russian. Those are Canadian. They're in Ontario. Well, they're Russian somewhere along the line. It's always Russian. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, prone to cannibalism, all it, which is not that rare. In the animal kingdom, cannibal, everyone turns to cannibalism at some point. Absolutely. Um, we're pretty much the only ones that don't. Oh, yo, we're the only ones that drink milk. That's kind of cannibalistic. Sort of. Um, anyway, that's weird. Okay. Uh, last thing before I sign off, because I'm fucking exhausted. Sure. Uh, sorry to cut off everything off. But I just, I'm just all of a sudden, I hit a fucking wall. It happens. Uh, it does. Um, uh, NASA is sending up a dozen bottles of French wine <laughs> uh, into space. Okay. For for it to age for up to a year before returning to Earth. They're going to study how weightlessness and space radiation affect the aging process. And the goal is to develop new flavors (laughs) (laughs) and properties for the food industry. Um, Being as how there's no air, that probably affects it. Um, But think about what... Is 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 it space no, I've got, I've got a question for my resident space expert. Is a space year like a dog year? Like every year in space is equal to three years on Earth kind of thing? Uh, even longer, I believe. Okay. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Being in space and weightlessness um, directly ages the body. I, no, it's not five years. I think it's something like, uh, I think it's something like 30%. Okay, I know it fucks with your spine and shit. It makes your bones all yeah. weird and stuff. Yeah. Um, um, I didn't know that it actually aged you. But. Yeah, if you... Well, it's almost... The funny thing is, is it's... I think it's actually... It's a reverse aging. Because okay. when you're up in space, when you're watching that, and we're a spin, 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 spin in front of you, 
and you're watching that globe moving around, and you're sitting up there. Well, the Earth has rotated for you where you are. It's, it's only taken, you know, 25, 35 minutes for it to rotate because of how fast you're going around the planet. That's been 24 hours. Huh. So if you're actually up in space, you actually age slower. Uh, when you come back into the Earth's atmosphere, you come back and land on the planet, you're actually technically younger than when you left, or younger than what you should be when you when you land. Oh, okay. Huh. I wonder how people haven't tried to capitalize on that yet. Hey, you want to be younger? <laughs> uh, okay, interesting. So uh, they're putting this wine in space. Yeah, they're putting it. It's uh, Bordeaux. Just so you know, it's a red Bordeaux. Okay. It's going to age for a year, so they're going to find out, see what happens. And um, okay, let's uh, mark the yeah. date, um, November fifth. I'm going to give my prediction that a year from now, yeah. not a fucking thing is going to happen. This is going to be the most boring thing, and they're never, we're never going to hear about it again because they're not going to want to report that absolutely nothing happened. They got back some shitty grape juice. No, I have a feeling that the reason for doing this, no, it doesn't really state this for specifically, but I have a feeling that they're doing this for a very specific reason so that it actually, I think it's going to come back and it's going to gratefully improve the flavor. Or it's just going to be up there and Richard Branson's first group of space tourists get to drink it. And this yeah. is all just a big publicity stunt, so there's wine up there for when they get there. Uh, Budweiser has already sent barley seeds to the, sta- to the space station with the eye becoming the beverage of choice on Mars. Very nice. Uh, yeah, they, they planted some seeds, too. Yeah, they, that's right. Um, I owe you. Someone just, some, someone just handed me a beer. Uh, nice! I love this podcast. Uh, <laughs> in 2015, a Japanese company known for its whiskey and other alcoholic drinks sent up samples. Scotch also made a visit to the space in space in another experiment. So NASA's just doing this because they're way fucking behind. <laughs> I just think they're doing this because they just want more stuff to drink while they're in space. Every other country's already got booze up there. <laughs> Yeah. I like that that's our big concern. Well, we got to get booze up there quick. <laughs> let's, let's find out what space does to the booze. Put a bunch of shit in space, see what, see what space does. Like, not like cancer cells, maybe. So no. See what it does to that. No, send, send the wine up. See what it does to the... Like, <laughs> what the fuck? What yeah, is that what they're also sending out there? <laughs> also on board is an oven for baking chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> uh, of course. <laughs> Maybe send the fucking vape juice up there, idiots. Right? Oh, my God. And some samples of carbon fiber used by Italy's Lamborghini in its sports cars is being sent up as well. Well, of course, because we can all afford those soon. We're going to have to know what space does to... Fuck you. Who gives a shit what it does to Lamborghini metal? (laughs) Other than Chad Kruger, nobody gives a fuck. Right. <laughs> yeah, but think about how expensive that Lamborghini, one Lamborghini will cost. Say, this carbon fiber, yeah, was on the space station. Yeah, but that's all you can do. See, that's my problem with it. When you buy this, the guy who buys this shit, that's, 
there's nothing cool about it. He just gets to say that to half a dozen people once in his life. Oh, this, yeah. was, this was on the space station. Oh, yeah, what, what makes it special? Well, it was on the space station. What makes it different? Well, it was on the space station. It, it's, it's, <laughs> that's all you got. Does it perform anything differently than the rest of the carbon fiber car? No. It's like the same fucking dolts who bought pieces of concrete from the Berlin Wall. Uh, most of them weren't. They were from the curbs around your neighborhood. And you paid 30 bucks for a little chunk of concrete. So you get to say, oh, I've got a chunk of concrete for the Berlin Wall. Yeah, I got. I can come back with 15 of them in four seconds if you want. <laughs> I can't remember what country it was. It fucking Rome. I can't remember. There's a fucking country where tourists would go up and like, look to buy fucking Coke from the locals. It was like, and the, and the, literally... The locals were running to the local church, scraping plaster off of the wall and selling it to them for coke. Of course. And it was just like, I mean, it's not just any plaster, but church wall plaster. That's just fantastic. Um, (laughs) Before we end the show, I just want to bring us back to the Don't Be a Dick contest. All you have to do is send in an email to ericlord.com, gordonericlord.com, and you will win some carbon fiber metal from space. I've got a pile of it I've been looking to give away. I'm going to add that. So you get $25 and carbon fiber uh, Lamborghini metal from space. Yeah. Um, now, it won't look like your typical carbon fiber because it's been in space, so it won't look like it. it won't, but, that's right. But at least us, you get, it really is. You get the bragging rights. You get, and uh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to attach it to a piece of the Berlin Wall and throw it through your fucking window, you retard. <laughs> that's fantastic (laughs) oh it's so good all right we're gonna let gord go to bed thanks everybody for listening uh we're gonna be back in about 23 hours to do this again until then i fucking hate all of you but uh take care of each other anyway you all suck and i hope our numbers dwindle not our podcast numbers they go up but i hope the numbers in general keep listening fuck apple Good night. Watch out.